Okay, page 23, first paragraph. It goes up. These observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby setting the terrible cycle in motion. Therefore, the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than in his body. If you ask him why he started on that last bender, the chances are he will offer you any one of a hundred alibis. Sometimes these excuses have a certain plausibility, but none of them really make sense in the light of the havoc an alcoholic's drinking bout creates. They sound like the philosophy of a man who having a headache beats himself in the head with a hammer so that he can't feel the ache. If you draw this fallacious reasoning, to the attention of an alcoholic, he may laugh it off or become irritated and refuse to talk. Once in a while, he may tell the truth. <laughs> and the truth, strange to say, is usually, is usually that he has no more idea why he took the first drink than you have. Some drinkers have excuses with which they are satisfied part of the time, but in their hearts, they really do not know why they do it. Once this malady has a real hold, they are a baffled lot. There is the obsession that somehow, someday they will beat the game, but they are often, but they are often suspect they are down for the count. All right, Paul, you can rip on that or um, that'll get us started and I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, well, thank you, everyone. Uh, welcome. Yeah, Paul. I was going to make some jokes, but I'm not going to start that way today. This is a serious lot. So, uh, yeah, obviously, I love that statement on page the beginning. These observations, which is what are those observations about being uh, alcoholism before you get to page 23, would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink. Exactly. So what is really the program? In my view, in hindsight, it's uh, not starting really so you don't need strategies or skillful means to stop you just don't ever start again you don't pick up the, the first drink yeah so we've been restored to sanity concerning the insanity that led to the first drink now that insanity could be rather long and stubborn but in fact we've been restored to sanity concerning that so i don't start thinking like a fireman, how to get out of the fire after the first drink, um, before the first drink, yes? There's a real freedom there. There's a real, some I think you can call it the state of abstinence, but there's, a, a, it's really nice to realize uh, you're not in something, so you don't need to have all these strategies to get out. That's the beauty of it, yeah? And if you, me wed this idea of AA or recovery with the understanding of non-duality, it's quite beautiful because one of the things we run into without that understanding of non-duality is we're surprised that when they talk about it, I think around page 60 something, that when someone is being virtuous and kind, it can still be self-will, yeah? That's used that confused me because I figured the badness was the self will and when I'm doing like service and stuff there's there's no self will there but they just they explained to us that the person who's trying to be generous and kind could be driven by self will what yeah so this is the the second face of the dual face of the disease of self which is one part is the thief and the other part is the policeman a lot of people in recovery have the thief restrained sufficiently that it's not causing that much trouble at least on the outside circumstances but they're suffering from the the, the tyranny of the policeman they can't take a shit. you know they don't know <laughs> there's no leeway they're constantly being observed all day of how they're doing compared to some fucking conceptual idea. And for a lot of people, it's better to be the thief, at least you have some fun, than to live as this policeman. So the non-duality wedded with the idea of recovery 
shows you that the coin of self, that which has defeated us, is two-faced, yes? And it's truly the act of being identified as self, one as appearing as a thief and one as appearing as the policeman, yeah? One appearing as the sinner, the other appearing as the saint. Now, the saint doesn't believe it has any connection to the sinner, and a sinner doesn't believe it has any connection to the saint, but they're the two sides of the same coin, which is the bondage of self, yeah? So this is the beauty of the idea of non-duality because it takes, it opens up a, like another hallway in, in, the, in the mansion of recovery, let's say. And it, you get to, and you go to the exact nature of the wrong, which isn't the drinking and using, yeah? It's the bondage of self. It's the identification as self. Identification as self when virtuous things are going on. Identification as self when terrible things are going on. Because whatever is going on is being claimed to refer back to a self, either the saintly self or the sinner self, yes? Or the policeman self or the thief self. But they're both bondage, yeah? I believe... I, the bondage was of the thief. And when I could see the thief and get relief from the thief, I would be free as the policeman. And I have experienced that wasn't so. Yeah. The policeman believed that the thief, the reason why I had all these actings out was because I was drinking and using. Then I get sober and I'm still acting out like I used to act out when I was on cocaine without cocaine. So my whole logic, which it explains here, that we don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, the next paragraph, because of that, that mental logic, that which is producing the problem can't give you a solution to the problem, even though it offers thousands of them. There's no real solution from the problem about the problem. Yeah. So I had, a, I truly believe that, oh, those things I used to do was totally driven by cocaine use. Then I'm completely sober and the acting out, the pattern of acting out would appear. So once again, I was wrong, yeah? The diagnosis from the head about the head was completely bogus. So I'd much rather, if you wanna talk to like, let's see, recovery could be you're laying on the operating table, you don't get up, you don't play the doctor. So let's say the higher power is playing the doctor. So in this case, they, to make it easier for us, they say, hey, you can have any concept you want about the higher power. Yeah, but primarily it's not you in a way. That's basically the only suggestion. Yeah, but when you get introduced to this idea and start feeling that presence and that new power flowing in, you quickly come to a conclusion that I, I'd rather have a higher power of its own understanding than of my understanding. Because my understanding is of the problem. So I'm going to bring the problem into the solution. And this is what happens. This is when the problem, thiefdom, is brought into the bigger problem, policemen. Yeah? Didn't you what happened? When I got sober the first four years, I was on this fucking self-imposed detention. I watched every movement and it was more obsession with self than when I was completely out there crazy. Yeah, it was more obsession go around getting out of self than there ever was getting loaded. It's just insane. Yeah. So, yeah, I love this because since these observations would be academic and pointless, wouldn't you like that to be the case? You can return to that condition. Yeah. So self-knowledge avails you nothing. Yeah. How many people know that they're fucked and they're still getting fucked? The knowledge from the problem about the problem isn't working. Yeah. I'm going to get down to my origins. Self's origins, they reside in the mind. You weren't born in Spokane, Washington. There's a story that was born in your head. And that's what we're living. We're living an interpretation of life instead of living life. Yeah. 
And so the interpretation of life is always dumbfounded and confused because it doesn't see itself as the source of the problem. It thinks it's you and your family of origin or the traumas that have happened or whatever it can paste it on. Yeah, it very rarely wants to look at its own role in things. That's why people leave before they do the fourth step. Because if you look at your role in your life, you're going to see self's role in your life. Obviously, if you have the right understanding with you, if you can just take those these pairs of pair of glasses that we offer here and look, look at the inventory process. And instead of calling them your manifestations, see them as self's manifestations. And maybe even intellectually see self as something foreign to you and foreign to me. And if you want verification from the big book, go to page 64 and read it. Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Self is is a singular activity. Us is a collective result, yes? Us and self are not the same thing. Self has defeated us. We are completely different than what has defeated us. Yet we're relying on that which has defeated us to get us a solution to the the defeat, yes? If you're in the act of being identified as self, you're relying on what has defeated you. Yeah. And what does that open up for today? A lot of anxiety, obviously. What is it based on? What's not happening? Obviously. Where is it going on? In the head, where the problem resides. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah, it's a beautiful reading. Once in a while, he may tell the truth. And the truth, strange to say, why is it strange to say? Because we have such so much reliance on our head, we think we can think our way out of shit. Yeah. And the truth, strange to say, is usually that he has no more idea why he took that first drink than you have. Yeah. We're out to lunch. That's amazing. I mean, it's so funny. Uh, let's say you're doing talks, you're sharing and stuff, and you're going into some seemingly strange levels, yeah? And then people are just completely thinking they're understanding that. And then you have an announcement at the end of the meeting. Uh, next Wednesday's meeting's been changed. It's going to start at 8 and 7.30, and then all confusion ensues. Yeah, there's, they can't understand. Wait a minute, what? Yet we're believing we're going to understand what's fucking us as that which is fucking us. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're happy, joyous, and free, stay with what's going on. If you're curious and something is sort of scratching at some kind of door inside of you, Maybe this will help you. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe just the simple idea of seeing resentment as a manifestation of self instead of you may change your whole freaking life. Yeah? It may allow you to travel lighter without changing any of the circumstances or the relationships you're in or anything like that basically just weakening the word my in your life, yes? Admitting beforehand, you cannot weaken the my. That which is presenting the my cannot weaken the my. That which uh, we need to lose interest in cannot lose interest in itself. Self cannot get out of self, yeah? If you set on a course of losing interest in self, a two-year course, you could look at that as see that as obsession with self. Yeah. So let's just get clear. You're not getting out of fucking anything in a way. Hallelujah. Yeah. Maybe you'll finally look at maybe I'm not in the problem that I'm so terribly, incredibly driven to get out of. What? Yeah. 
I mean, all the getting out of it hasn't worked, has it? You're here today. Obviously, it hasn't worked. <laughs> so getting out of it hasn't worked, has it? Has it worked? Were you successful getting out of it? And if the cops just wouldn't have raided the house, it would have really worked. No, it probably wouldn't. You would have run out and you'd be ravenous and you'd want to, you'd be like the hungry ghost with a huge belly and the small mouth. You could never get enough because it doesn't, didn't work and it won't work. So the only other option is seeing, are you in it? The outs aren't working. They're not. Are you in? If you're not in it, that's the new out. Yeah. So how do you start seeing you're not in it? Stop calling its manifestations yours. Let's start there. Yeah. I mean, I heard exactly what I shared with others. We're going to look at your man, your resentments, your fears, your harms to others. I do not read that anymore in the book. I see we're going to look at the common manifestations of self, and they are resentment, fear, harm stud to others in the pursuit of what you want, or what it wants, self, yes? That t that's a different understanding, isn't it? I've applied both. One promoted a lot more traveling lighter than the other one did. The same material, I was looking at resentments, fears, harms done to others, the same material, yet seen in a different way, brought much more light, yeah? And here I am just sharing it. Yeah. What gives me confidence in the message is the relief that it brought about. That's what gives me confidence. Yeah. The problem doesn't exist for me today. A lot of other things can exist for me today, but this fucking baby doesn't exist for me anymore. Hallelujah. At least today. And there's been a long string of days that it hasn't. Hallelujah. Yeah. What more do you really want? And you can, after you get the relief from the bondage of self, maybe you're going to see the information like reverse engineer and you'll realize why you weren't getting the relief from the bondage of self because you wanted to get it as self. That's the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> it's very simple. Yeah. You know, you heard about that great party, and every time you get there, it sucks. You got to see the what's going on. <laughs> so there you go. If any questions, anyone wants to share about it, let me see what else happened there. Uh, yeah, once the malady has a real hold, they are a baffled lot. Now, I don't believe, I like that he uses the word malady here, not spiritual malady. I don't believe it's a spiritual malady. I do not think spirit gets has maladies. I don't. I think that it's a mental malady, and the mental malady needs to be addressed from another condition, and let's call it spirit, yeah? Because obviously, the mental... <laughs> <coughs> The mental condition is in and of the problem. I'm not going to seek guidance from that which has defeated us. Yeah, so let's call it spiritual. So the spiritual condition is going to relieve us of the mental malady sufficiently a day to time that we'll have sanity that precedes the first drink and we won't pick up. Yeah, and then whatever's going to happen, you're going to have one constant condition. You're sober. Yeah, so I've been in that constant condition, even though I think in tons of different things have changed. I've been sober 34 years. I've been in that constant condition. It's probably right below breathing, shitting, pissing, eating. It's pretty constant, yeah, 34 years. Now, a lot of shit has happened on that basis, but that basis is firm, solid. And, it's, and it brings a huge influence with all the chaotic shit that can happen every day. Yeah? It brings a huge leavening agent. It allows a traveling lighter where if I was guided by the head, I'd be having fucking Armageddon every other day. Yes. 
<laughs> so, uh, and what allows that establishment to seemingly constantly stay established is recognizing that which is telling me it's not established isn't me. Yes, it's just beautiful. I just don't believe the false evidence that used to appear real. I just don't. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> so I don't know how much more. I don't know what we can else, what else we can put out. I think this is a fundamental point. Now, all the other stuff you can get specific and particulars and you know, this person would take two drops of slippery elm, this person four drops because they're both different. But this is a fundamental point, which is you can't serve two masters at the same time. Without knowing it, we may be serving the master of self. We may be trusting the finite self without knowing it. And what could clear that up is sometimes a cathartic event or let's say just a humble understanding that may allow you to see something that you're not seeing. Yeah, it's the easier, softer way, tell you the truth. So now you recognize the head that keeps talking to me as me is not me. Yeah. Now, does the head stop? Probably not. Do I wish it to stop from the head point of view? Yeah. Yeah. Can I be at peace with it not being at peace? Yes, I am. I'm quite at peace without the head being at peace. <laughs> I am. I'm at peace with that. <laughs> I'm not waiting for it to get it. I'm not. Because it may get it for a minute or two, but anything can throw it off the beam. So I'm at peace that I'm probably not going to have mental peace. <laughs> I think it's the wrong well to look into. <laughs> for mental peace yeah <laughs> but i can cohabitate with that i can as long as i stop as long as i'm not buying into that which is unstable and not at peace is me if i'm buying into that idea that it's me then the all of me is going to be not at peace yeah but if i see the presentation that paul is not at peace i can be at peace seeing that presentation yes i'm at peace with that the head will tell me i'm fucked up she's fucked up it's gonna be fucked up and <laughs> i just don't i don't respond yes <laughs> i just go about you know the hummingbird knocks on the window i'm much more interested in answering that door than the mental yapping all day i am yeah. So I'll look at the hummingbird, give it all the attention I can give it, have a very rewarding moment, and then go back to what else life's going to pre present. Yes? <laughs> Would I love it to be completely silent and everyone sitting, all the mental children sitting still and looking straight forward? Yes, probably, but I've given up that ghost because I don't see, you're not going to herd the cats and keep them in line. It is not going to work. So is there peace available when chaos seems to ensue? Yes, there is. Because we are of peace. We are not having peace. We're of peace. Yeah. Our nature is not the nature of the mental surface. It's not chaotic. It's not fucking anxious ridden. It's not. Those are mentally derived conditions. Yeah. Now they're constantly with the yapping when with that which is speaking to us, it's constantly saying those conditions are our conditions, but you better wake up to that condition. You better. Or you're gonna keep calling shit that's not yours yours. Yeah. And you are gonna have a lot of bad days. Hmm. You don't believe a story can override your living? I beg to differ. I had an incredible example. I was living with a lady in Australia and I decided I had to break up, yeah? Now this caught her by a complete surprise because she thought we were doing well. 
And then when she, we would look at pictures of us over the two years, three years, I was always smiling and happy. But the story my head was telling me, I wasn't, yes? But I was boogie boarding every day. It's just great. I mean, we had a nice house right near the beach, everything, Byron Bay, Australia. But no, my head had me, I'm a, this, this is not working for me. <laughs> I don't feel connected. It's all made up, all made up. So she was completely surprised. It hit her like a thief in the night, yeah? This, this story had been cooking, cooking. So basically, I wasn't responding to life as it was happening. I had an interpretation that was tinting and, and, and coloring everything that was going on. So I huffed out of that relationship, broke it, and she's still completely amazed about what happened. <laughs> I'm smiling every picture. No, I'm feeling terrible. I'm feeling disconnected. <laughs> like it just said here, it's strange to say usually that he has no more idea why he took the first drink than you had. I had no fucking idea what was going on except the ideas that was being fed to me by the head. And I actually died on its hill. Yeah. I swore allegiance to the interpretation. While life was slapping me into consciousness every day, I was constantly swooning back into the trance. Yeah. All I had to hear is a few sirens up in my head and Ulysses turned around and went back to the island. Yeah. So tell me it doesn't have power. I've been at the effect of that power. Now that power is in better hands. I trust the infinite and it gives me an ability not to trust the finite. Yes. So there, yeah. I think I've been I've been sharing at about this for thirty one years now, something like that. I just ran into the last answer I feel, and I've never been given a new answer. So I just all I do is uh, it's like John Coltrane just trying to riff on the same theme of love supreme you know just going off but so basically talking about the same thing every time oh what can i do yeah some people are great masters at that all i've got to offer is like a piece of fish cod yeah and that is about the exact nature of the wrong try it check it out yeah don't call me for relationship counseling you know, don't call me for uh, how do I integrate this shit into real life? I don't fucking know. All I know is there's something going on that's derived in the mental state. And the people who wrote the big book said the problem resides in the mental state. And I got a feeling I'm pretty close to recognizing the problem, which, in an, which is an identification with the mental state. I'm just going to pound it away. If we, we could have seven talks a week. Yeah. Oh, a special Thursday. There wouldn't be a special Thursday meeting. It's going to be the, the same thing. Why? Because if you don't see this, you're looking from it. Yes. And you're looking from it anyway, but see that. That's the good news. Nothing has to change. You can see that you're looking from it this way. And you know what? You're not that which is looking from it. Hallelujah. You don't have to do squat. Just see it. Meaning awareness. I don't mean vi eyeballs seeing. Awareness. Become aware of what we're not aware of. See what happens. It may change everything. You may think, oh, this fucking old dude's insane. Yeah. He's complicating a simple thing. I just, you know, I have my softball league and I love to eat pastrami sandwiches and I'm fucking can't wait for the Super Bowl. My life is great. Great. I just don't like the Super Bowl that much. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there must be other people like me. So if they, you know, if the, if the, it seems steeper, let's, we got to go a little deeper. It wasn't joining the softball league. It didn't do it for me. Yeah. Though I like softball. 
They do. So, you know, we're not trying, I'm not going to other meetings and trying to, you know, kidnap people and have them listen to this. If you're here and you've offered us some time, here you go. Yeah. And some attention and see if it works, see if it fits. If it doesn't, what the hell? At least you had a, a few laughs, hopefully. We knew we can't give you nothing. We got to give you some laughs occasionally. So we had to throw some comedy in there. Wasn't that usually what happened? This is the type I was. I used to love, you know, you'd go to the big events in recovery and some of these speakers were incredible. They were very, very, very incredibly entertaining, but I didn't get an understanding out of what they were sharing. Yeah. And I felt the people that shared and gave me an understanding through this share, the understanding was taken with me a lot more than the laughing and the entertaining, yeah? But some of these people were incredible entertainers, but they weren't giving me an understanding of what the, the fucking dilemma is, yeah? And some people would, and I that would carry me much farther than the talk did, you know, the comedy show, which I liked, yeah? But to get an understanding and go home with one, I got that from Joe and Charlie when they were do, doing the big things on the big book. And I got so much understanding out of them. And that understanding has, has affected my whole sobriety. Yeah. They introduced me to a, they explained shit that was going over my head. And they brought me to the first revelation of my role in things, which was incredible. And it just in, illuminated one of the biggest statements was, hey, you know, people step on your toes seemingly without provocation, but you will invariably find you made a decision based on self that puts you in this position to be hurt. I saw thousands of examples of that when my life was reviewed. And so many of the things I heard in the big book I saw thousands of examples of it, thousands. And there I was, man, the most intimate composite drawing of what I'm not came from recovery, came from the big book of AA. It described everything, thank God that I'm not. Yeah. And it said, by seeing that, you'll be open to finding out what you are. Finally, finally, yes. So I was a tough nut, I guess. Yeah, yeah so there. Thanks, Mike. All right, thank you, Paul. If you have any questions for Paul today, or you'd like to make a small comment, please uh, use the raise hand feature. A small comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A small share. <laughs> Hey, Chris, how big Okay. Hmm? We, I, I have a small, have I, I have a small comment. <laughs> I have a small comment. That, that was, right. that, that was probably the most awesome sermon I've ever heard in my life. So I, I feel not even worthy of speaking at this point, but I'm going to ask this question anyway. Um, when you first started talking about, you know, the power greater than yourself, <laughs> higher power, the, the one thing it, we know about it is it's not you. And I, I've been reading a lot of the personal stories in the big book. And obviously a lot of people there are initially really turned off by this. They're like, you know, never, you know, they're atheists, they're agnostic, they never went to church, etc. Somehow they seem to find something to reconnect with, I guess. And uh, for me, you know, I can conceive of lots of things that are greater than myself, but none of them have anything to do with me. Like, you know, the weather, you know, the earth, the universe, whatever. I have no religious background at all. And so while I find I do have plenty of times where it's really clear to me, or it's just clear, period, that the thought process is doing this stuff and that's not me. I, I don't feel like 
I have access even conceptually to some power, some higher power that's going to help me at all. And I don't, I don't know how to figure well, out. That's an old idea, bro. And that's coming from the problem. And the problem is the problem states it's you. And then that you needs to find an access. But if you are that which you'd like to access, it's always available at all times. But you said the higher power is not me. Yeah, the me that you're not. Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, when I'm saying me. Yeah, I'm talking about the idea of the you, the mental interpretation. Yeah. You as a, a biographical resume, a story. That's what I'm speaking of most of the time. Yeah, it's not you. It's not meaning it's not you as your essence. It's not you as this mental idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't believe you have to access the higher power. I actually believe you are of the higher power. That's my feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're trying to get in contact with that from something that we think we're in, which I don't believe we are. So when that gets cleared up, I feel that that power that you're looking for is always available at all times, right where you are with no requirement necessary, AKA you, <laughs> so to <laughs> speak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like has you ever hit has the solution ever hit you? It seems to be instantaneous. It doesn't seem like it traveled any distance to get to you, or it took any time to arrive, does it? Why? No. Because you're right where it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, rid it's ridiculously obvious <laughs> at times. Yes, but, but not to Chris. And don't, and don't try to work hard to try to make it obvious to Chris. Leave Chris on the wayside. Yeah, it's not as important as you think. Yeah. 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 I, I, I do get that. It's just, you know, in again, in the big book, that there's lots of praying. <laughs> and uh, there's, and even though that's, you know, just someone's concept, I, I get that. It still seems useful. Well, yeah, it is useful and it can be useful when it when you don't do it, because it'll tell you that what you used to pray for you're in right now. Yeah, so there's it is it has useful. There's a lot of uh, usefulness. Sometimes it's it's useful when you don't need to use it. Yes. We had a great example here. I always bring it back to it because one of our friends from the UK, uh, he'd been sober for quite a while and he was always saying the, th uh, the third step prayer. Yeah. Please, God, relieve me of the bondage of self. And we were speaking about this little mental idea. And he says, wow, what I realized, I was praying for a, a future condition, but I was in that condition already. So that praying had had was actually performing a disservice because it was keeping his him away from the recognition he was already in the relief from the bondage of self. You see? Yeah. 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 Reinforcing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So prayer had a value and then it didn't have a value because mm -hmm. the true value isn't in prayer. It's in what we're praying to and what we're praying from. And they may be the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. I see. <laughs> Thank you. Well, then you're living a prayer. And then if you need one, there's some great ones. You know, serenity prayer is awesome. Really, yeah. it is it's awesome. It's an awesome, I mean, as a skillful mean, that's like a tool in painting, five in one. It has five uses and it's one tool. That's a perfect fucking uh, prayer. Because it gives you, hey, I don't know what's going on. Give me the wisdom to recognize the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, bro, just come back and remember that which is thinking it's hearing the message is what we're talking as not at you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a hearing of the message no matter what. Then it gets turned into 
I'm the hero of the message. That's not you. Yeah. 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 Okay, Paul. <laughs> the point. I mean, you know, I could make it simpler. I could say, you know, just surrender to this this ultimate all-powerful thing. Great, that will work. And then it will lead you to the point where you're going to realize you're the great powerful thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you're the great powerful thing. So do whatever you need to do to fool the great powerful thing into believing it's connected to the great powerful thing. Yeah, whatever is necessary, it will prove unnecessary sooner or later because the condition you're hoping to produce is already there. <laughs> so just go through the pantomime. Praying is great. Surrendering is great. Fucking doing whatever, throwing your your whole everything into the wind or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not changing the ultimate thing, the no thingness. It's not changing it. It's not making it closer. And the shit you're doing isn't making it farther away. It's this is all made <laughs> up in our head. It is literally. It's made I up know. in our head. Yeah, I know. That, so that, that let's just keep hearing. See, this is why when people ask me to describe my dear Vaya power, I just say it's always available at all times, right where I am, with no, no requirement necessary to meet it. It's so another way of saying we're it, yeah? But who wants to say we're it as what we're not? Just, you know, just know you're it, yeah? By knowing what you're not, that's all. Okay. You get the movement? I the do. Little, it's like a slight <laughs> hand. Yeah, it's a sleight of hand. I do when you yell yeah. it at me. <laughs> well, you can then just go when you when I'm off, just put the YouTube videos up to higher volume. You'll feel like I'm yelling at you the whole time. Okay. Yeah, that's a simple. You can control yeah. that. Put I the do. volume up and I'll be yelling. <laughs> if that's what it takes, I'm great. I'll yell. I don't care. <laughs> If you were if you were here live, I'd Zen bitch slap you. That's the whole yeah. point. Throw a rock I'm, at you. Small one. <laughs> yeah, do something. I, I, yeah. Anytime you're in Massachusetts. Hey, you know, why I can Zen bitch slap. I've been bitch slapped, baby. I have. I mean, I've had so many rude awakenings in this life. And it's things have brought me to my knees, and all I could shout is shout out is don't know. No <laughs> fucking good. Just like this person was saying. Strange to say, they have no idea why they fucking drink. Yeah. I have strange things. I can say I have all these ideas why I don't drink, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I just I know I don't drink though. That's all I need to know at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're ever out in Massachusetts, you have a place to stay and you can Oh uh, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I'll make it, make it a point. A point to Great Barrington. Yeah. <laughs> Now I have gloves. Some have metal things in them. Some have matters matters what what condition I'm feeling that day. I could take, take a Ka. pretty good one. <laughs> oh, good. I, I know I you've been you've been administering them yourself for years. Yes, I have. You gotta, I, gotta I, eat I really, up on them. Ease up I on really, them. I really want to let Kathy have a chance to talk to you. Oh, everyone has a chance here. We'll go on and on. Okay. Yeah. All right, Kathy. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. Um, and I must admit, I'm a little bit new to your meetings, or I feel still new to your meetings, and it is sometimes a little bit confusing yet to me. Um, but speaking of prayers in the big book, um, you know, in um. 76 in the seventh step prayer it talks about it says i pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows it doesn't say my defects of character right i mean this is what we're getting at that they're not they're manifestations of self yes. they're not me except when yes. i'm yes. self <laughs> i mean when i'm being self-centered yes Okay. Even they're not yours, but you then they really seem to be. Yeah. 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 
it's all seemingly seemingly it means it appears to be true or false to you to you yes yeah not you personally you as all of us so in this perception of what's going on here some i like the uh take of it as a dreaming yeah we're the we're having a subjective event we're giving meaning to things yes mm -hmm. yeah one yeah. day you maybe give a, a good meaning to something and then when that toaster doesn't work you give it a bad meaning yeah but the toaster is really not telling you it's a toaster you're telling yourself what it is so there's a subjective experience going on all day yeah 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 so something's giving it the meaning it has and that meaning comes from the view that's dominating the situation and in aa there's two possible ways trusting the infinite or trusting the finite self yeah so when you trust the infinite you're going to see the infinite's meaning of things and if you trust the finite you're going to see the the self's finite meaning of things yeah and those meanings are going to lead the interpretive event yeah your interpretation is either going to be on based on false evidence or seeing true let's say yeah there it's a binary uh direction it's either this or that it's not a blending of both yeah it's not like the two masters start come by ah and now you can follow two masters at the same time no it's distinctly like jesus says you can't have two masters at the same time so one master is self one's the higher power let's say yeah and what's triggering their kingdom so to speak is our faith in them our faith triggers the self our faith triggers the higher power yeah we play a huge role in it now the self keeps talking to us as us it presents it as us and therefore it's been given a lot of faith and a lot of trust and a lot of interest and attention and truly uh it's failed the mission like how in 2001 yeah our life has been proved proved to have been unsuccessful i'm not talking about jobs i'm talking about the living of it yes we had we have incapable of having viable relationships with others tons of conditions yeah you they're rooted in how you've been viewing life tell you the truth and there's two views two basic views aa presents the view of self-centeredness or the view of spirit directed yeah make it very clean and it's either or it's not both it's either or yeah yeah and i thought and there so was after only a while, one. i thought there was yeah. only one my view <laughs> yeah, exactly and the funny thing is your view isn't even your view it's a view that's called yours yeah yeah that's what it is the self-centered view is a view called yours. This is how it gets all the votes. <laughs> it presents its view as your view. And somehow or another, we've been wedded to that idea. And some of us have crashed and burned mm -hmm. and hit a bottom concerning a life run on self-will. And perhaps a better way looked pretty damn attractive and the grace was ready and something occurred and we've gotten sober, yeah? And there's been a breaking of the allegiance to self-centeredness, and there's been a new way of life, like a new freedom and a new happiness, like it talks about. It's not the same. Happiness is not a similar version held by self and held by the infinite. They're completely different. So when you're holding the infinite's view of happiness, it's a new view. It says a new attitude and a new outlook, a, a new freedom and a new happiness. It's not a rehabbed old one. It's completely different, really, completely. Yeah. So without knowing it, because when the jockey of self is riding the horse, there's no, there's the, the jockey is the horse. Yes. There's no distinction. There's no difference. So this is the only way I can be, 
I can be a horse is be ridden by this jockey. We have been given a solution. Yeah, we have been given a possibility, and that possibility is we may be of spirit and not of self. Yes, we may be have a spiritual condition instead of a mental, physical, emotional, nervous condition. Yeah, there may be an underlying, in unsuspected inner resource. Yeah, now that has become suspected for many of us. Maybe through the, the the fucking incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization we've been through. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So yes, this simple thing of calling resentments yours all day right. is a profoundly heavy, heavy event. Because resentment cannot live out in the wild for fifty years. It's when we call them ours, we give them life. Yeah, we we give life to the resentments. We give them meaning. We give them the meaning of why I've never had a working relationship is because of my mother. Remember, there was a famous story in the book, Freedom from Bondage for by a woman. That's awesome. One of my favorite stories where she talks about a resentment she had about a mother. And her story was, I would do anything to get rid of this resentment. She saw when she got sober, because the lights started to come on, that she her head was using that resentment as an excuse for everything else that's ever failed in her life. That resentment was like the golden cow. The head didn't have no interest or intention of ever giving up that fucking resentment. It would talk a good talk, but no, yes? And she realized, if I don't, this is going to kill me. Yeah, because to her, at her condition, drinking was death. So she, you know, she went through something and she saw a way of of uh, now looking at this resentment in a different way and asking for whoever she thought it was about, her mother, get everything she wanted and more. She changed the whole tenor, the whole occupation by that resentment because the resentment was being fed by her without knowing it. Then she knew it, and now something put a stop to it. This is what happens. Most awakenings in AA are rude awakenings, to tell you the truth. It's a rude awakening to realize what you t- thought was you isn't you. It just blows your fucking mind that, you, that that went on for so long. It does. It's just mind-boggling. What? Yeah. So let's start small. Let's, hey, one of the smallest words would be two letters, and, and that's my. So we're starting with a very small word, my, and let's, we, let's see that weaken. How can it be weakened? By an understanding. It can. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's one of the Thank points you. of these talks, definitely. Yeah, is maybe... Instead of, and then when you're working with people, introduce this other idea of how to do an inventory. So maybe we can have a change in the community because how I heard about an inventory was my resentments, my fears, and it's been passed along. And I feel like we, it would be nice to have a different tributary of the same river going another way, which is, hey, let's look at, do the do your inventory, your inventory, and then go back and just look at page sixty four and do it the inventory from that view, which is self is what has defeated us, and we're going to look at its manifestations in our life. Yeah, do both. Yeah, I'm not saying one or the other. Do both. But I I would I truly believe the understanding we're putting out here is going to lend light to the situation. It is. That's what it's done with me. So I don't see myself as any different than anyone here. So it brought great light to the situation, seeing resentment as not mine. <laughs> and fake it till you make it. Just do an inventory. And if your head says, no, they're mine, they're mine, just do it as if they're not. And something will get a foundation. Something will get a traction yes 
Just do it. Do it. Do it. Five minute inventory. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the attendance. Yes. All right. Thank you, Kathy. All right, Paul, I don't see any other hands up. If you want to share anything else, if not, we can say goodbyes. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we can say goodbye and stuff. Uh, I think I've shared enough eh, today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Michael, thank you. Thank you for the service. Yeah. You know what? I'm just humbly saying. Uh, mm, never mind. Michael, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy, thank you very much. Your, your most valuable commodity, I hope, has been spent well, attention and interest. Yeah. All of us are giving a very valuable ingredient into this Zoom, which is attention and interest, probably the most, validity, most valuable commodity in this place, interest and attention. Yes. And as a collective, a loving God is going to use us now to demonstrate his love or this love through us. And we have the interest and attention to feel it, to sense it. Yeah. Yes. That interest and attention is what the head is constantly trying to get. It's constantly trying to attract it. It's constantly trying to uh, misdirect it. It does. Because, see, that which isn't so to appear to be so needs a lot of interest and attention. It does. A lot of It's an addiction, really. I feel the original addiction, which is the, the mental conditions addiction to this idea of self. I do. I do not believe... Uh, I believe alcoholism grows on the addiction to self. Yeah. It's almost like a fungus or a mold. It needs the self, that interest in self to grow. It's like a very mutated uh, extreme aversion of obs obsession with self, alcoholism. Yeah. So I don't believe alcoholism is the original problem. I believe the bondage of self is. And then some of us, because most of us are under the, on one level, the bondage of self, some of us have this further condition, which is called alcoholism. Yeah. And that alcoholism mutates it even more. So, yes, just like we used to share, you know, if I have a, a streak of jealousy, if I drink and use, I'm up on stalking charges in a few weeks. Yeah. So it amplifies not all of the qualities available, but mostly some what you would call contracting qualities like resentment, hate, divisiveness, separation. It's not the greatest. It amplifies those qualities. Yes. Yeah. So the underlying cause and condition that alcoholism thrives on, I think, is the identification of self. Tell you the truth. And I figure the real relief from alcoholism will be will be derived from the the relief from the bondage of self. Tell you the truth. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Jack, as always. Uh, thank Kim. you. Oh, you're welcome, bro. My Thanks, pleasure, brother. Kim. Nice to see you there. Mark A, he's busy doing his inventory, getting ready to share it with his sponsor, step five, and then go home and think and sit for a while and then start on six and seven. There you go, bro. You're involved in the working steps. Mickey, as always, matriarch of Madeira. Anu, yes, I bow down to Anu another day. 
Alex and Jacob, as always. Yes. My favorite East, East Coast, West Coast couple. Kathleen G, confused and happy. Hi, Paul. I wanted to say Happy New Year and thank you for bringing us together. Uh, you're you. welcome. Thank you so much. I, yes, it's a very selfish event anyway. I bring you all together. Yes. I bring you all together. You know who did this all was a guy, David, from uh, Australia, lives in England. He's the one who got in touch with me and said, hey, do you want to do these two talks on 1030 and Zoom? So I had nothing to do with this, really, which is awesome. Yeah. All right, Chris. Nice to see you, bro. Yep. Yeah. Roman, Barbara. Yes. Don't hold any present or past physical conditions <laughs> as me as the source. Thank you. <laughs> John Connolly, nice to see you, my friend. Nina, as always. I've seen Nina. The funny thing is, not much has changed in the background, but she has a lot, which is very nice. I like that. Tom in uh, Keene, New Hampshire. Wow, could be. Uh, I have a fondness. I used to live up in, you know, Washington and stuff and run around Keene and all those places. Nathaniel Hawthorne College and Franklin Pierce. Yeah. Uh, Emerson, nice to see you, my friend, in Long Beach. Yeah. That's where we got our dog from Long Beach. Yes. I don't know what I feel about you now at this moment, considering the dog. No, no, she's great. We got Virginia. Virginia. Nice to see Virginia. We got John. Nice to see you. John is using another name. It used to be Jed. Now it's John. Tomorrow will be James. Rich. We got Eva. Hmm? Thank you, Paul. I decided to uh, drop the nickname. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's nice, John. It's okay. We got Ivar or Ivar. We got Kerry with uh, an anonymous person. Like, driving or just sitting in a parking lot okay. or something. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, Paul, this is Kelly. She really, um, she's been following you and she's in the program and we just drove to Kona. We're going to go boogie boarding. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. Hi, Paul. Yeah, you got to tell me where a good, not at that same beach, I hope. Why not? That beach was heavy. I mean, it didn't have a great break. You're going to get I'm whacked. Heavy. I'm heavy, Paul. All right. All right. <laughs> Greg, nice to see you, Greg. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm refraining from a lot of jokes, so just. Uh, no, I, I was, think you should you know, tell them. I was gonna particularly. It was particularly about Kerry, but uh, I'm gonna. I do uh, it to Kerry all the time. He he can take it. I'm he gonna say no to that, but Kelly, if you want to get in touch with me when you're not with Kerry, you're more than happy to. Yeah, just uh, just I don't know. I may have things I want to tell you. Who knows? All right. <laughs> All right, we got Malkin. Malkin has a dog's head right here. Nice to see you, Malkin. Malkin comes in every few months, checks in. Thank you. Mia? Oh, Mia, I don't know where the hell you are, and I don't really want to know. You're running around Southern California. I think she may be squatting. They, the people are going to be home any minute, so you better get out of there. Put down their headphones. All right, we got uh, Jill, or it's Gil? I know you. I can't tell there. Oliver from Berlin. Tony from Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Yes. Da, 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 da. Annette. Oh, yes. See it. Nice. And Annette's back in the East. There she is. Happy New Year. 
Happy New Year, everyone. Bruce, hang in there, my friend. We have two talks today. We have another talk at 4.30 Pacific time. Uh, yes, that's uh, no holds barred talk. Yes, anything goes. Uh, no constraints. And let's see, Amy, nice to see you, Amy. I'd like to see you off the street. That's good. Not standing in the highway. We got Miranda. Miranda's coming in. That's nice. See you. Nice to see you, honey. Thank you for showing up. There's Amy reappeared. Yeah, nice to see you, Miranda. We got Walter from the Netherlands. Lori, Lucas. Uh, if I miss you, forgive me. Uh, let's see. I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Oh, Nina. Did I get Nina? I don't think so. Nice to see you, Nina. Oh, I did, but... It's okay. You could do it again. I like it. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, nice to see you, Nina. Yes. And nice to see everyone. And uh, yeah, everybody. See you, see you later.